Oh, thanks for coming back. Ready for the next one? Cool. Let's go. Alright, one of the phrases that needs to go is, let the punishment fit the crime. When does punishments ever fit the crime in somebody's mind? Somebody's always angry about it. There's always someone who thinks it's too, the punishments are too harsh. There's people that think the punishments aren't harsh enough. And even, even when we're little kids, you know, we could be doing something really ridiculous. You ever seen a kid just completely flip out in the toy store, start throwing things all over the place, acting like a complete jackass? And then when the parent gets home, they take toys away from him? And the kid's thinking that this is the harshest punishment in the world. What, I have to sit in the corner for five minutes? Oh, my God. That kid thinks everything's too harsh. And a lot of times the other parent's going, why don't you just kick his ass? Take the belt off and spank him. Well, that's too harsh, Bill. So one parent thinks the punishment's too harsh, and one thinks the parent is not harsh enough. And that's with kids. So you know with adults it's the same thing. You know, there's a the three strikes law in California where there were people that had two violent crimes. And then the third crime wasn't a violent crime. It was something, you know, it, I mean, it's a crime. I mean, this one guy stole a piece of pizza, I think. One guy stole a cookie or something, something like that, that under normal circumstances, you might not even go to jail for. You might get a fine or some kind of probation. But this guy gets life in jail and 25 to life or whatever it is. And some people are thinking, what? He goes to jail for life, 25 to life for a piece of pizza? This is ridiculous. And then there's people on the other side of the argument thinking, look, if you have two strikes on you, and if you have two strikes on you, you are very familiar with the three strikes law. If you already have two strikes on you, why are you committing any crime at all? If I had two strikes on me, I'm not, you drive behind me, guess what? I'm driving at the speed limit. I'm not, I'm not jaywalking. I'm not crossing at a, 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 I'm not crossing at a light that's flashing with the little hand symbol that says don't walk. I'm not doing that. In fact, if I have to spit, I'm just going to hold it in my mouth and go home and wait until I can stand above the toilet and spit it out instead of spitting it out outside and getting a littering ticket and then wind up going to jail for life. But get that. So you have those arguments. But the thing about it is the punishment never fits the crime. I've, I've never seen people happy, really happy with the punishment. You know, you never see someone at, at, at court going, okay, let's hear what the judge has to say about this guy that choked grandma and then ate her. Okay, what did the judge just say? Really? That's his punishment? You know what? I'm quite happy with that punishment. That punishment is absolutely perfect. I really can't complain about it. You know what? I'm so happy with that punishment. I'll be honest with you. I don't really miss grandma anymore. Yeah. No, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at this man. I mean, after hearing this punishment, Everything's cool with me. In fact, I'm going to go shake his hand. And then I'm going to go home and sell all the grandma's stuff. This punishment truly fit the crime. I'm very happy with that. Never heard it. And guess what? You're never going to hear that. Punishments never fit the crime. Ever. All right. Let's talk about assholes for a minute. And I really think that assholes actually run the world. The thing about it is that there's not really that many assholes when you really think about the overall population. But there's enough of them where they just mess it up for everybody else. For example, you don't have locks on your doors for people like me. I've never stolen anything in my life. You don't have seat belts on because of my driving because I don't drive badly. But there's just enough assholes out there that drive badly that'll mess it up for you. 
I mean, if you really think about it, say, say you're driving on the road. We never notice the people that are cool. We never notice the good drivers. No, you know, When you're talking to someone in the car, you don't go, you know what, I'm going to interrupt this conversation for a minute. That person right there is a good driver. I just wanted to stop our conversation and talk about how incredible the job that person right there is doing of driving their car. I mean, they let me in. And uh, there was no problem. In fact, they waved at me and said, come on in. I mean, let, I, I, you know what? I'm going to remember this person later on today and bring them up again because they're such a good driver. No. And most people drive pretty well. Most people don't ca cause accidents. But the asshole does. That's the one that cuts into your lane. You know what I mean? And then looks at you like you did something. That's the one that flips you off when you didn't do anything at all. That's the one that drives too fast in their SUV when it's snowing outside. And most normal people know, yeah, you might not want to do that. That's the asshole. And I'm wondering what percentage of the world is actually assholes. If you really think about it, what is the percentage of assholes on the planet? And I'm thinking, let's just say for the sake of argument, 10% of the people in the world are assholes. And let's just stay with this country, the United States of America. Let's round the number of people in the country back down to 300 million. And let's just say that 90% of the people in the United States are good people. Good, hardworking, fair people. Not assholes at all. 90%. That still leaves 10%. And under normal circumstances, 10% is a good percentage. If I said 90% of the, of the time is going to be good, you would take that every day. Because let's be honest, people get married... And half of marriages fail, but they still do it. So let's just say 90% of the people in the world, good, solid, hardworking people, great people, yeah. That still leaves 10%. 10% of us are assholes. Now, when you think about the number of people in the country, like I said, 300 million, and 10% are assholes, that means that there's 30 million asshole people in the country. Now, when we go back to the percentage, when 90% are good and 10% suck, that sounds like a good thing. But 1 in 10, if you look at it closely, is pretty intense when it comes to having that many assholes. Think about it. You have 10 people in your house having a party. You're having a great time. But there's one piece of shit who is intent on fucking everything up. He's pissing on the wall. I'm saying he's grabbing people's other people's wives' titties. You know what I'm saying? He's saying racist stuff to people. He's knocking a table over. He's picking fights. This is one guy in the house. The other nine people are cool. But this one piece of shit is fucking everything up. Assholes. They are the ones that cause all the problems. And I can't stand the bastards. Imagine if they actually outlawed being an asshole. Imagine if they actually had a test that you could prove that someone was an asshole and once they were proven to be an asshole, there was, it was an actionable thing. You could actually arrest them for being an asshole. Find them for being an asshole. Deport, no, deport people for being an asshole. Imagine if you could do that. How many people in your family would go? I have to say most people would probably lose about 75% of their families. Just imagine what would happen if all the assholes in the world actually were deported or taken away. Imagine what the world would look like asshole free. Think about that. Think about how, how much fun it would be to go to sporting events without that douchebag behind you cursing while you're standing there with your kid or peeing against the wall or, or wearing the opposing team's jersey and yelling stuff. Imagine that guy not being there.
And cable news, well, there wouldn't be any cable news because we know how many assholes there are there. But I thought about it. There's a lot of assholes that should just go. And I just wish they would just go. Just just go anywhere. Just go anywhere that I'm not. Another group of assholes are billionaires and millionaires who get married without prenuptial agreements. What the fuck is wrong with you? Because if you look at billionaires for the most part, I mean, let's, 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 let's keep it real here. Most of them look like huge douchebags, okay? You can look at these guys and you know damn well they were not getting it. The last time they saw a vagina, they were being pulled out of it by a doctor. They are not getting anything. Let's, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but let's just, let's just be real here. All right? So what happens is this guy can't get near a vagina. I'm going to use guys in this, this specific situation. Can't get near any woman's vagina at all. Works all these hours, builds his business up, finally gets to the point where he's got a quadrillion dollars in the bank. Now he's buying houses and boats and he's got all this money. Then he gets married to the first woman that smiles at him. And what happens a couple of days after he gets married, he goes, wait a second, I'm a billionaire and women are throwing themselves at me. I mean, I'm literally walking down the street. A woman will look at a magazine with me on the cover of it and immediately run up to me naked doing a handstand. And when I go home, my wife yells at me because I didn't take the trash out. I think I'm going to go around banging every woman I see. And then they do that. They bang the secretary. They bang the Hooters waitress. They bang the lady at the bus stop. All of that stuff. And what happens? They wind up having to give away billions of dollars because they wanted to get laid. How about this, billionaires? When you get the money for the first five years, fuck everybody. I mean, just fuck everybody. I'm sorry for being vulgar, but just go to Bone City. That's what you're going to do anyway. Get it out of your system. Because why would you marry a woman and then, then start boning chicks? Because now you're going to have to give billions of dollars to this lady. You could you could have stayed with your wife and just kept banging your wife or not been married at all and taken that same five billion that you lost because your penis got dry and given it to charity. But no, no, I found out that I'm a genius at creating Internet companies and I'm a genius at creating this and a genius at creating that. But apparently the brain above my balls is a lot smarter than the brain above my neck. Assholes. People always ask me after I say um, what I just said about billionaires, millionaires and things like that. They always ask me, you know, are you jealous or something, man? And, and I'm not jealous. I mean, their billions have nothing to do with me. And I don't believe somebody else's success has anything to do with you failing. It really doesn't. That's their success. It has nothing to do with you. What I don't like and what pisses me off is when people have greatness right in their hands and then they do something dumb to mess it up. You know? I mean, it's just right there, and they just don't know when to stop. You know, the, the Lance Armstrongs and the Tiger Woods of the world. You know, I mean, these guys were great anyway. You know, now think about it. Lance Armstrong won those seven Tour de France's, and he did that because, of, you know, he had the steroids, this or that, and he had to win a zillion of them in a row. Really, dude? The story of you would have been just as impressive and incredible if you had beaten cancer and won the Tour de France three times. Two times. If you had just won the Tour de France one time after beating cancer, you would have still been a folk hero and people would have loved you, man. 
But what happened? You had to win it 48,000 times in a row. You got greedy. And it's the same thing with Tiger Woods. He, everybody loved Tiger Woods. I mean, they had their little issues with his little attitude or whatever, but who cares? Every elite athlete acts like a dick sometimes. No problem. But what did he do? He had this smoking hot wife, damn near a billion dollars in the bank, winning damn near every time he went out there, and what does he do? Fucks 18 waitresses. Seriously, think about that. Tiger Woods, you fucked 18 waitresses. You had the hot, this smoking hot wife, and you bone 18 Hooters waitresses and people on the side. Do you realize if Tiger Woods had to just fucked one Hooters waitress, he would have still had his wife and that other $200 million he had to give her? Think about it. She was humiliated that he fucked someone else. That's true. But he's a billionaire almost, and he's Tiger Woods. She would have been pissed off at him. She still might have beat his ass. But he, she might not have divorced the dumb bastard. So you got greedy. Asshole. Like I said, man, I just don't like assholes because they mess it up for everybody. Most people are actually pretty damn good, and that's the truth. You know, you know, I've traveled the country. I've met a truckload of people and been in a truckload of circumstances where I've seen people be good on a regular basis, but you don't see that on the news, and you're never going to. Because a news report about a guy that goes home and takes care of his family, that doesn't sell. You know... A guy that gives some of his money to charity, that doesn't sell. People helping each other out and growing an organic garden because the people in the neighborhood couldn't afford to buy fresh fruits and vegetables, that doesn't sell newspapers. That doesn't sell advertising. None of that stuff does. But if somebody drives a truck through there and starts yelling stuff out the window at people and shooting at people, that sells stuff. We got, as the rest, as the other 90%, we got to just start making enough noise with the good stuff that people do and the good things that we do and the good things that we see and drown out the assholes. We got to not let people that let them have so much shine and have so much time in the public domain and get so much attention that people think that being an asshole is cool. That being addicted to people is cool. Like that's normal when that's really not normal behavior. You know, and that's all I wanted to say. Man. Assholes run the world, but they don't have to. The rest of us can take it back. Well, you know what? Screw the NSA. You understand? I'm a man, and I'm an American citizen, and I do what I want. You understand? Nobody's going to come in here and tell me what to do. I would just like to say for the record that um, the NSA is cool. Uh, Everything I said about them was bullshit, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, I think that they should be able to listen to whatever they want to, and y'all should just shut up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I gotta say. Don't worry, I got out safely. I wasn't harmed. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you had fun. See you next time.